Yo, all right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Innovare Podcast. I'm Roy Edwards, and I'm gonna talk to you today, guys, about communication. So we're gonna go over. Well, we're gonna go over a lot. We're gonna go over three things that I think are going to drastically improve your communication within your organization, within your lives, within your marriage, within yourselves, whatever. This is business focused. Again, this is season three, so we are tech heavy here. It's not really gonna be so much of like a what software to use kind of a thing today. It's gonna be more of like a, some things that you should be using your technology to do to make your lives and your employees' lives easier and more streamlined and get the results that you want. So today is about communication and I will see you on the other side. I welcome you to Innovare. Yeah, this is where we innovate. This is the podcast where changes all made. If you're not growing, then you're dying. Innovation is the key to surviving. This is Innovare, where we ain't scared to make that change and create a new way. Uh-huh. If you're ready to learn and sit back and just chill, it's about to get real. This is Innovare. Yo, so welcome on in and excuse the background. I'm getting like a weird echo, right? I'm sure you guys are getting this echo too. I am still unpacking from my house. So if you listen to my last episode, which was season three, episode two, I believe, then you're going to, you'll get the whole, whole story about how we did, uh, what was it? 21 days of homelessness, 10 days on a couch, 11 days in an RV and moving and some of the lessons that I learned and then how much fun it was and then how I equated some migrations. If you're moving systems, how I equated that to lessons learned within moving and some of the things that I've already been doing. It's just, you know, <laughs> I, uh, moving out of a house is, um, it was interesting for sure. So, but today guys, we're going to be talking about communication. So I run a few polls on LinkedIn, I ran polls on Facebook, I ran polls on Twitter, I ran, I mean, if you could find a place to run a poll, I ran a poll. I asked my clients, I, um, I, I've ran a, a numerous amount of polls. And so the polls were all around what is the biggest struggle within your business? And I gave a few options, you know, here and there about different things, but the, the number one thing that people kept putting was communication, lack of communication within, within their organization. That was their biggest headache. And it got me thinking, like, I wasn't expecting that one. I mean, communication, and I, I always say communication is king over communicate. It's extremely important, yada, yada, yada. But I feel like every organization stresses communication. So if every organization is stressing communication, then why is there so much miscommunication? Why is this still such a problem? And so I started to think about all the different organizations that I've helped and all the different um, agencies and some of their biggest problems. And it kind of dawned on me that their biggest problems were communication. And so I have three, three ways that we can help communication today. And I'll give you all three. And then I will um, give you a little wrap up and give you an actionable item, something that you can do during this podcast, after this podcast, whatever it is that you want to do. You want, you want to work while you listen, and that's cool. I do that too. So hopefully uh, you're paying attention though, and you're not just uh, running and doing because it is important that you get all three of these and put them into one thing, one solution. 
going forward. Again, this is a tech season. This is technology season, but this is a, this episode is applicable for regardless of the technology you're using. Uh, I would prefer that you'd be using Microsoft. I'm a Microsoft guy. I'm Microsoft 365. That's, that's, uh, that's me. That's, that's who I am. If you guys know anything about me, my business capital presence, we run Microsoft consulting agencies. We help big, uh, you know, government agencies, enterprise organizations. We help little guys. We help small businesses. We help everybody in between, right? Our primary focus is on organizations who are regulated by Uncle Sam, right? So they are told that they have to maintain some sort of a compliance. Generally speaking, it's the government is the people who have to do that. Uh, but on the commercial side of things, it's it's generally government contractors, somebody who is contracting with the government, right? They're working with the government, getting contracts, doing all that kind of stuff. I live in Washington, D.C., right outside of D.C., so like I get the old baseball out my window. Maybe not out my window. At the last house that I lived at. At this window, I, you know, I got a little bit more elbow room, but at the last house, I could hit a, hit a throw a baseball, hit a golf ball in any direction, and I would hit a, hit a government contracting business or somebody who worked for a government contractor. That's just the nature of the beast here in Washington, D.C., but these rules or tips, I'll say, apply to all businesses of all sizes. So this is, this is agnostic of size. And, you know, some of the examples that I'm going to give will apply to your marriage as too. So, um, you know, take some notes if you're not, if you don't own a business or anything like that, but you just like, you know what, I want to improve the communication within my, within my marriage. This episode will help you too. So we're all here for it. Right. So communication, first off, like if you're not stressing communication within a relationship, within a, a client base, within your employees or partners or organization, you need to be. Over-communication is one of our core values. It's one of the things that I think will destroy a business as much as it will build one. So if you have good communication, it'll build your business up. You'll be able to scale. You'll be able to do all kinds of different things. Communication is king. And lack of communication leads to loss of clients. It leads to frustrated employees. It leads to losing um, talent to other organizations. And ultimately, it, it'll close your doors. So, um, and on this personal side, it could, it could enter marriage, right? I mean, how many times in a relationship or in a marriage do you hear, oh, you know, we just stopped communicating. I just, we just couldn't talk to each other. You know, it was just bad. That, that is what we're talking about here. We're talking about, (laughs) we're talking about that. We're trying to, we're trying to save your, your business, save your marriage. I'm not a marriage counselor. So if you're having problems, don't listen to this podcast, go, go see a marriage counselor. There's no shame in that. But here are three things about how to increase your communications. Three simple tips. First off, tip number one, find a single point to start your day. So this is this should be a place to start your day. This should be a routine to start your day. This should be something that you do every single day, every day, regardless of the day. It doesn't matter if it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, holiday, doesn't matter. What do you do to start your day? Now, when you ask a lot of uh, organizations out there, maybe agencies, and you ask their employees, the number one answer that people will give is Outlook or email. That's the number one thing that people say where they start their day. Oh yeah, you know, well, I sit down at my desk and I open up the email. Okay, so so the first thing you're doing is external. That's what that tells me. 
the first thing that you're doing is you're going to look externally to say who is trying to get a hold of me. You know what email brings? Problems, action items. That's what email brings. So if you're starting your day in emails, maybe you're funneling through junk that's going to distract you. If you are bringing in external emails, then you probably have action items. They're probably asking you to do something. So you are getting up and you're going a hundred, you know, zero to a hundred real quick. Think of this. If you were to wake up, put your feet on the floor and then immediately have to do something, what, what would that be like? <laughs> How many of you done that? How many of you gotten up immediately before you even put your feet on the ground and you're already, you know, those of you who have kids know this, and you're already being asked to do things, right? You're like, oh my gosh, just please give me a second. Let, let me let me wake up. Let me get my head around being awake. Okay. So if we wouldn't do that to ourselves waking up, right? We need coffee first. We need to see what's going on. What's the deal? What's my schedule like? Who who are things? I need I probably should probably should get dressed, maybe. Right? These are all things that you want to tackle before, you know. I don't know, whatever your first task of the day is or bringing in new tasks. So think think about that first before you try and go and start your day. Think about where you should be starting your day, right? Where to look for things, right? How do you know what action items to bring in? How do you know what's important? What about a master calendar, right? What do you know? What are you working on today? And then what is everybody else working on today? What are some deadlines you guys got going on? We have a, um, a whiteboard at our house that says when all the kids' practices are. And uh, my wife maintains it. And it, it said it'll say Monday is uh, trail life. Tuesday is gymnastics. Wednesday is uh, something, I'm sure. Thursday is baseball practice. Friday is, you know, you get the point, right? So it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So this, the whole week's planned out. Sometimes there's even what meals we're going to be eating is on there, right? Sometimes it's like parties that we're going to, if we have birthday parties, if we have whatever, you know, it's the schedule. And if you want to know what time something is, you go look at the schedule. We also have a shared calendar, right? So our little Alexa devices pop up or our Cortanas and they pop up and they'll say, bling, this weekend you got three things you're doing, right? I use it for everything. I sync my Alexa with my Outlook calendar. So I get notifications from Alexa of when a meeting is about to start and I'll get for like my personal stuff. Like I play hockey and uh, I'm sure I've talked about that a hundred times on this podcast, but if I have a hockey game, then I'll just ask Alexa, you know, what I got going on this weekend. And then she'll tell me when my hockey game is. And I'm like, okay. And she'll even tell me when to leave. She'll be like, Hey, Hey, um, you should leave to go to your hockey game now. Cause you can set as to when, to alert how many, how, uh, you know, how much time you need to get there or anything like that. So that there's some tech for you, but you should have that master calendar, somebody to, to, to ping off of, to say, am I free? Because think about it. Now I'm talking to the guys out there for a second. How many times has somebody been like, yo, can you do something this weekend? And you're like, yeah, I, I, I got to talk with my wife. Now, <laughs> some of you use that as like an excuse to get out of things. I know your tricks. But some of you are just like generally uncertain. It's like, I have no idea what I'm doing this weekend. I have to ask my wife. I'm one of those people. I have to check the calendar. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I got to like, I got to check the calendar. But I know where to look. That's the important part, right? What about when you were little? What about a chore board? Did y'all have one of those? We had a board that was like, 
Roy, you have to, you know, clean the bathroom. You got to do this. You got to do X, Y, and Z. You got to, you know, here's whose chore it is. How many of you had in your first job walked in? I was a lifeguard when I was little. And you walk in and on the board was who's doing what opening tasks, right? All right. Who's got, who's got a, who has to bucket the deck? Who's got to clean the skimmers? Who has to do what, right? Tasks. That's where you start your day. You, that guard knows what to do. So how do we bring that into a large organization, right? Good question. And so my answer to it is probably the most important thing that you can do. And that is an intranet, building an intranet. You have an internet site, website, right? And that's how you portray yourself to the outside world. That's generating new business, right? What about an intranet, a place where your employees can start their day, where they can say, hey, you know what? What's going on in the business this week? You know, what events do we have coming up? What deadlines do we have? What are some news surrounding the organization, right? You enterprise organizations, you better have one of these. Because it's really hard to communicate with hundreds of employees, thousands of employees. So you better have an internet so they know where to get that information. There's nothing worse than somebody who's looking for information and can't find it. That is like, <laughs> I've, I'll, hold, I'll bite my tongue on a few different, pla- on a few different organizations and um, sporting things around here, right? Where it's like, hey, what time is that event? What time is that game? What time is that at? And you have no, I'm looking for it, searching through email, you know, it, but if anyone who searched through email knows that it sucks, right? You can't just search through email and be like, oh, hey, you know, that email, I don't think you ever sent it. And then somebody forwards it on to you, right? Like, oh, this email you mean? Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. That's because they don't have a single place to start their day. They don't have a single place to look. They don't have that communication. Communication breaks down when we don't have that one singular place to look for information. If you are relying on for your, if you are relying on your employees and husbands and wives, if you are relying on your partner to organize themselves around communication, it's going to break down. You have to create a single source of truth, whether that's a shared calendar, whether that is a, um, a whiteboard, whether that's an intranet, it doesn't matter. You need to create a single source of truth hearing things through the grapevine, relying on your employees or your partner's communication skills of their own is going, you're going to lose. You're going to fail. Okay. So that's point one, create a single source of truth, a single point for your employees and, and family or significant other, any for them to start their day, single point, single source of truth. And I call it an internet. And if you got Microsoft, mm, man, you're lucky because you got a good one called SharePoint and SharePoint communication sites are, mm, they're a beautiful thing. So that's step one, step two or tip two rather tip, tip number two, be clear on what the ask is. And so this was another thing that a lot, I got a lot, um, people saying, well, you know, I'm just, I was just, I'm just unclear as to what the ask is. I don't really know what to do. Okay, I can understand that. But if you don't speak up, again, as a business, as businesses, right? Or if you're a manager or a business owner, are you relying on them to speak up for them to say, I don't know what to, what to do? How many employees do you know are going to say, hey, boss, um, 
I'm lost. So I have no idea what I'm doing over here. So if you could just help me out a little bit, not going to happen, right? You might get a few, but like most of your employees and your team are afraid to say that because they're afraid to raise their hand because they, they don't want you to think negatively of them. So you as a leader or as a manager, as a partner, a significant other, whatever, has to be clear on what the ask is. Whose chores are what? Whose responsibilities are what? Right? Whose chores? And then what do we do? I need you to take the trash out on Tuesdays. Cool. Boom. Trash needs to go out on Tuesdays. Cool. Perfect. Right? And then supply directions. What is out? What is chore? What is take the trash out? What does that mean? Is it taking it out of the, you just want me to take it out of the kitchen and put it into a trash can outside? Oh, you mean the trash can has to go to the end of the driveway. Okay. See, I didn't realize that. These are directions, right? So think about this. If there was no Gmail, no, no Google, um, Google Maps rather, and you're like, hey, and your wife's like, hey, take the kids to baseball this weekend. Okay, cool. All right, I got it. No problem. Okay. Where are you looking to see what time the game is? Hopefully you guys have a single source of truth. Hopefully there's a shared calendar with your team and you can find, okay, boom, game is at 9.25 a.m. Ooh, man, that's going to be tough to get the kid out of here. What time we got to leave? Well, where's the game at? Oh, the game is at, oh, the main field. Okay, cool. Now, how do I get there? Guarantee you're going, <clears throat> uh, if, if you have an Android, uh, hey, Google, give me directions to the baseball field or Siri. Uh, give me, give me directions to the baseball field. And that's going to tell you step-by-step step how to get there, right? That is your aid. That is being clear as to what the ask is. You're being clear. You got to take them to the game. Here are the steps to do so. Great. Another thing about being clear is be clear about how processes and how your day starts, how every day should start. Now I played sports growing up and I played sports in high school and practices for I was a lacrosse player. And so for the first, man, my freshman year, so my sophomore year is when we started to really get good and organized. Freshman year, we were okay. Sophomore year is when we started to really get good and we got a new coach. And that new coach that we had implemented ways to start the practice. So it was practices started with stretching. So you you all lined up, you did the stretches, what well, we got we in a circle, you stretched, and then you did what were called line drills. And so line drills, you know, you got, you split up in the lines and then you go right on right, which means throw right hand, right hand. And then you went left on left and then you went left to right. And then you did ball down. And then, you know, it was, you do, that's what you did. Now I also played basketball in high school. Um, and the basketball drills, you started every practice stretched and then you did, you know, up and back high knees or karaoke or whatever. And then you did ball drills. And that was like, Dribbling with your right, dribbling with your right or left, crossing over, behind the back. You know, like these were ball drills. And then you went straight into layup drills, which we did uh, full court layup drills. And then from full court layup drills, we went into defensive drills, which were like slide drills, right? And so this is the first 15 minutes of every practice. You know what you're going to do. This gives the coach time to do other things. He can work on plays. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Really. I guess he could go to Starbucks and get a coffee or whatever, but because it runs itself, the beginning of practice ran itself. 
And so if you want to be a manager and you don't want to be a helicopter manager, design an organization that will run itself. Find a way for employees to start their day and you're extremely clear on what the tasks are that it just runs itself. Employees know that, okay, well, I come in, got to check the internet, and then I got to do X, Y, and Z. Here's my checklist. And I don't even got to tell them to do that anymore because it just parts of the flow, right? And so processes need to have this same flow. Your business needs to have this same flow as the coach who whose players know the first 15 minutes of every practice. That's how it needs to be. They need to know the first 15 minutes, the first hour and a half of their day. And if you're talking about relationships, you need to know when to take the trash out. You need to have that same flow. You know, I, I bet you guys have a flow in your household without even speaking it. You just know that's what gets done, right? Wake up, make the bed. Somebody gets the kids up, walk downstairs. Somebody makes coffee. Whoever's first down there makes coffee, right? These are the things that you know that you do around the house. Maybe you're emptying the dishwasher, what about your business, right? Be clear about what the ask is and in creating these routines. Number three, be clear about who is responsible. Okay? A lot of people say, well, yeah, you know, we have a kind of a single point to start their day. You know, I started in an in, in email. I started in Outlook. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm clear as what the ask is, you know. People, you know, I got to start my day. I got to, somebody has to make coffee. You know, I don't know who makes it, but, you know, somebody's got to make coffee. Yeah, the trash has to go out. You know, it goes out on Tuesdays and Thursdays or Wednesdays and Fridays or whatever the day. It, trash has to go out. I don't know who does it, but it gets taken out. Right? No, you have to be clear as to who's responsible for what. Whose duties are what? Who is tasked? Because otherwise, if you're just saying these tasks exist, then by nature, we're all going to look around assuming that somebody else's, that's somebody else's task. Oh, well, I, I didn't know you want me to do that. You didn't ask me to do that. You just said it needed to get done, and we didn't talk about it again, so I just assumed that you were going to do it, right? <laughs> Every relationship ever. So be clear about whose tasks are this. So you have to, you know, those, those asks that we have, we have to be clear as to who is responsible for these asks, taking the trash out. Because without that, we're just children running around. We're just running around. And so within these business processes, we need to make sure that, sure, it's great to have these SOPs, standard operating procedures. It's great to have these work instructions. It's great to have these asks and to be extremely clear but if we're not holding anybody accountable for these things, then they're not getting done, right? It's great to be like, hey, to take the trash out, you take the trash out of the trash can, you go put it in the, the trash can outside, that trash can outside gets taken down to the driveway every Wednesday night, the trash man comes, it picks it up, then we put the trash can and we drive it back up the driveway and then, you know, do it again. Okay, okay, got it. Yep, I know the process now. Fantastic. Okay, okay, but who's, the trash didn't get taken out last week, so... Why not? Oh, well, I didn't realize that was my responsibility. I just saw there was a team effort and, you know, I, I forgot. And it, that's what it will turn into. 
Okay. So within your business, it will be the same way. So make sure that these work instructions and these SOPs are clearly defined as to who's responsible for what and actually hold those people accountable. One of our core values is accountability. So we have a bunch of core values. They spell out actually the word foundation uh, because of the foundation of our business. And the A in foundation is accountability. Uh, one of the O's, because we have two O's, one of the O's is over-communicate. So these are both in our in our core values. And accountability is huge. You have to say, you're responsible for this, and I'm going to hold you accountable. Now, you as a manager have to hold yourself accountable for all the running pieces because you're the one in charge ultimately, right? There's a book that I'm reading right now. It's called Extreme Ownership. Um, a friend of mine gave it to me actually to read. It's an awesome book. And um, he talks about extreme ownership as to say, if there's something wrong within your business, he was in the Navy SEALs. It's uh, Jocko um, is one of the authors. And he's talking about if there was anything that went wrong in his platoon, then it was ultimately his fault because he's in charge. So if something breaks down within the processes within the responsibilities of carrying out those processes where people are supposed to start their day and within communication, ultimately it's the highest ranking person's fault because they're the ones in charge. But everyone needs to be known who is responsible for what? Accountability. Right? Accountability is, is extremely important. And we need to know at what stages of these deliverables who's responsible for what? It can't just be like, hey, here's the process. We have three stages in the process, and you three are responsible for it. Responsible for what part of it? The whole thing? Only certain steps? You got to be very clear. So those are my three tips for communication. And here's something you can do today. First off, in your house, go buy a whiteboard. Okay? And I promise you, that will be huge. And in your business, if you guys are in a small shop, buy a whiteboard and write things down on it. That is your first place that you can start. And then when your employees come in, they stare at the whiteboard. Oh, okay. That's what I got going on today. That is a, an easy step one. Okay. If you're going more technical, if you're an enterprise organization, start a intranet and update it. <laughs> okay. There's nothing worse than having an intranet with nothing on it. Managers write something out the day before or the morning of, post to it. So people actually care because if, if once you stop posing to it, they'll, they'll stop coming. Okay. So you got to post to it as to what people want. Next, write down your processes. Okay. Write them down from beginning to end. Draw them out on a napkin if you have to, with circles and squares. Say this needs to happen. Then this needs to happen. Then this needs to happen. And then on top of every single one of those circles and squares, write or draw them or make them a certain color as to who is responsible for what. And then take those SOPs, those process maps, those responsibilities, and put them on your intranet so everyone can see them. Creating a dashboard, creating that single point of, of truth. Okay. That is what will bring you business harmony. Your business will flow. And if you're not tech yet, that's okay. Buy a whiteboard, buy a couple binders, put your SOPs in them, color your binders as to who is responsible for what, make sure those teams know of those colors, and make sure that your team knows which binder that is their responsibility, but they need to know 
the whole process. Okay. If it's my responsibility to take the trash can to the curb and that's my only part, my only responsibility for that process of getting trash out of the house. And I don't know that it's somebody else's responsibility to take the trash out of the kitchen and put it into that trash can. And I just start taking the trash can down. I might bring an empty trash can and we might have trash left in the house. And it's because I didn't ask, you know, my wife or my son or whatever to take the trash out of that. So can you see where it starts to break down? Everyone needs to be aware of the whole process, not just what they're responsible for. Although you need to be very clear as to who's responsible for what so people can be held accountable. So that's your communication. That's your three steps of communication. The first step and the action item out of this is to create an internet. If you don't create an internet and you don't create a single source of truth, then I don't know what to do for you guys. Like that is, um, that's, that's like, you have to. (laughs) <laughs> without a year lost, man. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want more information on this, hit me up, go to capitalpresence.com. Um, you can click on book, book, a book, a call or a free consultation, whatever calling it these days and uh, book a time on the calendar. We'll go over it and I'll help you implement this. We're actually running a, um, as part of our, uh, Innovare. So we have Innovare, which is a podcast, but it's also the name of our suite of, um, implementations. And our first implementation is called Harmony. And it's all about building exactly what I just talked about for half an hour or whatever, however long it's been. Harmonizing your business through in, in, inter, through an internet and, and, and interpersonal communication. That Because it's, it's so, so big. It will either scale your business or it will destroy your business. So guys, that's it. Uh, CapitalPresence.com, book a call. We'll, we'll chat about it. Uh, if you guys have any other questions, or there's anything you guys want to talk about, hit me up, go to the NRA mindset group on Facebook. It's a private group. We're growing. I think we're like, I don't know. We're almost, we're about almost halfway through. Uh, we're almost at 200. I think, I, I don't know. Go join it and find out. <laughs> um, and, uh, ask some questions, bunch of, bunch of entrepreneurs in there, business owners, business managers, people who are with side hustles, just looking for more information, how to communicate with each other. So, uh, that is, that would be my single source of truth. If you want to ask a question or anything like that, go to the Facebook group or you can go to innovaripodcast.com and listen to all of our episodes, single source of truth for my episodes of how to listen, regardless if you're on Spotify or, or iTunes or Stitcher or wherever the hell you listen to your podcasts, innovaripodcast.com will happen. So guys, thanks for hanging out and until next time. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Innovare Podcast. You can listen to all episodes at InnovarePodcast.com, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever your podcasts are found. If you enjoy watching podcasts, check us out on YouTube for a visual behind-the-scenes look at all Innovare Podcast episodes. We have recently released a community of entrepreneurs. Find us on Facebook at Innovare Mindset. That's Innovare Mindset to join the private group of entrepreneurs changing the world. Until next time, guys. See ya.